She went home with hardly anything on to start with. I mean, she wasn't really stripping. I could see from the back. We got changed in the loos off the bar. She sort of ran on and took her clothes off. Then she started going up to people. These blokes and fondling them and that. She was taking their pricks out of their trousers. In the pub. It was late. And she was putting them in her mouth. These dirty blokes, they were shouting. I was watching from the back and, and then she took one of these blokes onto the little stage and, and she put him in her mouth. Then he turned around. Oh, Lisa. She was on this table and he was fucking her. And they came out of their chairs and they were queuing up. Queuing up to fuck the girl. And she was just laughing. Just laughing. They were going wild. And the young lass I was with started crying. God, I felt sick. The place was hot. My face was burning. I could feel myself wanting to be sick. And I couldn't breathe. I told the young lass not to watch. I went in the toilet. And after a while, the girl came through with cum all over her. She was pissed off her head. And I couldn't speak. I couldn't even speak to her. And you're still doing it? I told them I was finished. But they said I didn't have to go those nights if I didn't want to. That I could just do a few dinner times, you know, when, when it's pretty harmless. Have you been back? A few times. It's good money, Mary. But how do you feel? I feel awful. Jesus Christ, Lisa, you can't do this to yourself. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I have a bonnet trimmed with blue. Do you wear it? Yes, I do. I will wear it when I can. Go into the ball with my young man. It's not just that it's humiliating, it's depressing. It's that it cuts you off. Being inside this big suit and everything. It makes you see things. Like the whole metro centre as a dream. It's something I hadn't noticed before. Well, there's no proper light, there's no proper air. I've got a fake antique village with a fake river and a fake stone bridge made out of fibreglass. Where you can buy fake antiques. Fake miners' lamps made in Hong Kong. And you're in this village where you can't see the sky. You can't see anything except all these stupid bastards who think it's a treat to be there. They've got nothing better to do. And I'm in a rabbit suit looking at them on the fibreglass bridge and I can hear the tape ducks quacking. And I try and imagine myself in a real village just to enjoy it. And I realise, to these people, this village is real. It's better than real because there's no duck shit, no rain, no problems. And I realised that these people thought they were enjoying themselves. There was nothing better, except if they were drunk. And you might say, well, what's wrong with it? It's only natural. But I realised there wasn't anything natural in the whole bloody place. And you know how you can tell? The kids. The kids are always miserable. That's why they need someone in a bunny suit. Because they're screaming and crying. 
and you look in the mother's eyes and there's real despair. Not just when you're having a hard day, this is real desperation. And even if they didn't have the kids, and even if they did have the money or a nanny, you know that they know that this is all there is, the limit of their imagination. Somewhere they can't find the way out of, in the artificial light, being approached by a six-foot rabbit. I have a bonnet trimmed with blue, do you wear it? Yes, I do. <laughs> all right, all right. Which star would play you if they made a picture of your life? That's stupid. It isn't. It's a question. Do you want another beer? Peter? I don't know. Uh, who would play you? 